My name is Jay Lasseter, and I am perhaps the most notorious ex-drug addict in all of New Jersey. In certain states in this country, one out of six families are ravaged by addiction. When do we get our sense back? Uncut, the truth about the crisis, brought to you by NJ1015.com and made possible by Carrier Clinic. New Jersey's heroin crisis did not create itself. Big pharma, greedy lobbyists, and dim-witted politicians all created the perfect climate for addiction to take hold and to thrive. Likewise, the solution to New Jersey's heroin crisis, that won't create itself either. This one's not just going to work itself out. Luckily, there are heroic people working day and night to bring us back from the brink of our insatiable appetite for opiates like heroin and Percocet. Today, we'll get to know the villains who set the table for this crisis, and we'll also get to know some of the heroes who are working to get us back to good. So let's start there. New Jersey Attorney General Chris Perino, who y'all met in a previous week's podcast, first appeared on my radar screen last year when he went after shady doctors who got rich by unleashing a torrent of deadly opiates on our state. Most recently, Attorney General Perino, who's a Chris Christie appointee, rolled out new regulations to curb over-prescribing of opiates here in New Jersey. The new regulation bans prescribers from accepting lavish meals and compensation for so-called consulting work from drug makers. You know, 60 or $70 million poured in uh, to New Jersey doctors from pharmaceutical manufacturers and device manufacturers to physicians. And uh, we looked at that further and we saw that a very large percentage of that $70 million went to several hundred doctors. And based on investigations that we can't talk publicly about, we were seeing instances where we believe that doctors um, were effectively being paid to prescribe. Perino's Office of Consumer Affairs recently subpoenaed drug maker Janssen Pharmaceuticals for their marketing practices of opiates. Janssen, a subsidiary of New Jersey-based Johnson & Johnson, makes and markets the fentanyl patch, one of the most deadly and addictive drugs in the entire history of mankind. Fentanyl, which is increasingly turning up as a street drug is 60 to 100 times more potent than heroin. There were 417 fentanyl-related deaths in New Jersey in 2015, and that's the last year we have statistics for. But as we learn from Ocean County Prosecutor Joe Coronado in Episode 3, New Jersey's fentanyl body count is tragically very much on the rise. Back in 2014 here in Ocean County, 10% of our packets had fentanyl in it. Back in 2015, 30% of our packets had fentanyl in it. In 2016, 65% of our packets had fentanyl in it. Attorney General Perino's willingness to go after those who might actually prosper off of addiction and misery or why he's on our heroes list. He joins Ocean County Prosecutor Coronado, who is wise enough to know that we're not going to arrest our way out of this crisis. And that sets up our first villain. It's a pair of villains, actually. The medical lobbyist in Trenton and Assemblyman Herb Conaway, who chairs the very powerful Assembly Health Committee in Trenton. He's the gatekeeper for each and every piece of opiate-related legislation that passes through the New Jersey General Assembly. If, for any reason, he doesn't like a bill, it dies. The Medical Society of New Jersey is a lobbying outfit for doctors, not patients, but doctors, many of whom have enriched themselves by getting our kids hooked on this poison. They, along with Assemblyman Conway, have for many years championed a no-limits approach to prescribing opiates. 
more pills at higher doses for longer durations of all ages. It all equals more money for drug makers. That's their cause. And they're in Trenton every single day pressing their case. Because it's big money and it's big business. The days of Big Pharma and their lobbyists calling the shots in Trenton are increasingly on the wane. The new regulations out of the AG's office, you know, the ones prohibiting lavish gifts and prizes for prescribers, are a withering denunciation of the medical society, its lobbyists, and its handmaidens in the assembly like Chairman Conway. And they know it. And here's proof. The lobbyists at the Medical Society of New Jersey are going to host a strategy session to figure out just how these new regulations are going to affect their bottom line. They're about to lose a $70 million gravy train, and they do not like it. Their invite comes with a warning. Chris Christie recently announced a regulatory proposal that would severely limit physician relationships with pharmaceutical companies. As for Assemblyman Herb Conaway, there are many reasons why he deserves blame for letting New Jersey's heroin crisis get out of control. I'll give you three. Number one, back when New Jersey's medical marijuana program was first coming online, Conaway and an aide removed chronic pain from New Jersey's medical marijuana program. By banning a non-opiate-based alternative, Herb Conaway deprived sick and dying patients of a less deadly and less addictive option to manage their pain. Conway's former aide cited above is now the chief lobbyist at the New Jersey Medical Society, which highlights the borderline incestuous relationship between lobbyists and lawmakers. It is pretty much a revolving door in Trenton, and we are living the consequences. Two, Herb Conaway repeatedly refused sensible regulations that would place limits on initial opiate prescriptions. His approach, no limits. More pills, higher doses, longer duration. That's his track record. Finally, Herb Conaway refused to post a bill that would require prescribers to have a very cursory conversation with their patients about the risks of opioids and the risks of addiction. Conway says that the doctor-patient relationship is invaluable and sacrosanct and that lawmakers mustn't interfere, even though we know that most heroin addicts got their start legally, oftentimes in a doctor's office. And now, we're going to take a quick break to hear from the sponsor for Heroin Uncut, Carrier Clinic. We'll be right back. New Jersey 101.5's exclusive series, Heroin Uncut, is made possible in part by Carrier Clinic. Those suffering with mental illness or addiction need care. New Jersey's Carrier Clinic offers compassionate care, redefining behavioral health care with holistic approaches beyond medicine. When it's time to think about behavioral health care, think Carrier. Learn more at CarrierClinic.org. Ever since I started writing about drugs in my recovery, I've gotten the occasional message from a parent who's in crisis. And to be honest, the pace of those messages has definitely picked up since I started doing this podcast. So maybe they just buried their son, or maybe they found out their daughter is doing sex work to afford her drug habit. It's hard to bear witness to that kind of grief when I know that there are forces out there right now working overtime to keep that opiate pipeway going. It's hard to give hope to a mom in crisis when I know the long odds her loved one faces. It's doubly difficult knowing the greedy collusion that got us here or how avoidable this whole thing was to begin with. And yet here we are. It's disgusting and it's scary and it's bewildering to acknowledge how insatiable our appetite for this stuff already is. I'll let our next hero, former Governor Jim McGreevy, make the call. It's, it's prescription opioids, and which is just so crazy. I mean, we're 5% of the world's population. We consume 99% of the world's oxycodone. 99%. This is insane. 
This is just crazy. It's just crazy. It's like, I don't get it. I don't care if you're a Republican or you're a Democrat, you're a communist. I don't get how the United States of America, the greatest country in the world, the Food and Drug Administration, is legalizing the pain medications to the point where, where does it stop? When it's like, now it's, you know, upwards in certain states in this country, one out of six families are ravaged by addiction. Like, when do we, like... When do we get our sense back? To answer McGreevy's question, when do we get our sense back? I don't actually know. I'm not sure we ever had a sensible approach to this sort of thing to begin with. But that's a pod for another day. For McGreevy's part, he's dedicated his entire post-political life to combating New Jersey's heroin crisis. And the Garden State is lucky to have him in the trenches fighting against this menace. And so that this is happening one family at a time, and we need to understand the importance of supporting treatment, particularly medication-assisted treatment, drug court, and opportunities for people to rebuild their lives and be made whole. Our next hero, Gail O'Brien, has endured the unthinkable. Three years ago, a heroin overdose killed her son, Adam. He was 23 years old at the time. To channel her grief, Gail started the Adam O'Brien Recovery Foundation. It was both to honor her son and also to support treatment and recovery options here in New Jersey. That's their mission, 24-7. So I ask Gail, what drives you? Why do you work so hard? Uh, I fight so hard because I, I truly don't want to see another family you know, suffer such an unimaginable loss. I mean, losing a child or losing your sibling, um, it, it's, it's terrible. And I've seen so many losses in my community, but the thing that keeps me going is, you know, I've experienced so many success stories. There's, there's so many people that are doing well. So I'm going to keep fighting for them. Gail and I met on Facebook when I put out a call for Narcan, the drug that's used to reverse a heroin overdose. I needed a Narcan kit for a demonstration video. Narcan is a lifesaver, and to be honest, it's not really that difficult to use. And let's be honest, knowing how to recognize and reverse a heroin overdose is just basic first aid, especially given the scale of addiction here in New Jersey. How sad is that? Anyway, we put out the call for Narcan, and the very next day, the UPS man came calling with an overnight package from the Adam O'Brien Recovery Foundation with not one, but two Narcan kits. One for the demonstration, and the other one on hand for, God forbid, an emergency. You just never know. That's the reason I'm looking to get this Narcan demonstration video out to you guys as soon as possible. And if you're following us on Twitter or Facebook at Heroin Uncut, you will see it first. Gail and the Adam O'Brien Recovery Foundation do a lot more than just make sure everybody who needs Narcan can get it. And I'm excited to fill you in on all of that when we interview Gail in a week or two and we learn from her strength and resilience. But today, we're immensely proud to shout out Gail O'Brien for her contributions to New Jersey's recovery community. I'll end on a personal note. 14 years ago today, I shot drugs for the very last time. The next day, I would check into rehab for the most rigorous 28-day ass-kicking of my life. Although, I do pay property taxes here in New Jersey, and that's a pretty rigorous ass-kicking too. You know, back then, my long-term prospects were, were dim. And if you would have told me 14 years ago that I'd be here today making a podcast trying to get people off of heroin, I think I would have lacked the imagination to even contemplate such a thing. These are the outcomes that we fight for. Big Pharma, they have their lobbyists in Trenton. And now, mothers of addicts, they have their lobbyists in Trenton too. 
me. That's all for now. I'm Jay Lasseter. This has been Heroin Uncut presented by NJ1015.com and sponsored by our friends at the Carrier Clinic. Please subscribe to the Heroin Uncut podcast at iTunes, Google Play, or at the NJ1015 app. Until next time, please let us know what you think. We're on Twitter and Facebook at Heroin Uncut, and I hope you'll head over there now and let us know what's on your mind. What is behavioral health care? Uh, help with their emotional and mental health. I've heard of it, but I don't know. Carrier Clinic thinks differently about behavioral health care, applying new scientific advances to treat mental illness and addiction, replacing routine care programs with alternative treatments and new measurable levels of compassionate care, leading to better patient outcomes. For the best in behavioral health care, think Carrier. For more information, visit carrierclinic.org.